Welcome, this is the CEO Smoking King right here, and I want to tell you right now, thank you for tuning in to the Tea Corner. We about to get this sucker hot and popping right now, so you know what, in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, let's go, because I ain't trying to waste time no more. Welcome to the Tea Corner. I'm your host, and you about to have a good time. Because in the tea corner, the positivity is always up and the negativity is always down. Because the stress will be less and you know what? We're going to bring out your spirit right now. So welcome to the tea corner. Right here. Right now. Hello, this is CEO Spoken King right here, and I want to talk to you something serious. With the pandemic going on, more people have turned to podcasting than ever before. So, you know, I got this company called T-Line Beats Production that assists in your intro and your outro. And we also help you, you know, in camera angles and stuff like that. Because it's not just about the music. It's about the whole picture. And that's what my, that's what my company assists in. So, once again, if you want to get in contact with me, hit me up at T-Line Beats Production. And that's B-E-A-T-Z Productions at Gmail. Dot com. Hope to hear from you soon and have a beautiful day.
Yes, this is CEO Spoken King right here. And yes, we have another impactful interview. And today in the seat, we have Miss Kate Suda right here on the Tea Corner. Now let's go. Hello, AK. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Well, first of all, welcome to the show. And so, so yes, tell me, tell me what started you on this journey of being the motivated speaker that you are. So first of all, I just want to say thank you for giving me the opportunity to come on to your show. Um, I'm looking forward to this. It's going to be a good one. So what mm-hmm. really got me um, into um, what speaking and business? Is that mm-hmm. what you're? Yes, ma'am. Okay. So, oh God, I think it was, it has to be from when I was in my 20s and I was in the corporate world and i was jumping from job to job to job to job to job and realized very quickly that in the corporate world you have bosses but in the business world you have leaders and Mm -hmm. so the reason why i kind of decided to break free from corporate world and then start a business of my own is because i really wanted to show people out there that you don't need to be you, you, you don't need to be a boss. You don't need to use scare tactics. That's not the way that you build a business or even build a team. And so mm-hmm. I kind of made it my mission to show people, right, I'm going to build a business the right way, right, to build the team with me up um, without having to, you know, use um, redundancy scare tactics or, you know, if you don't do your job properly or you don't meet the deadline, you're going to be fired, and all these kind of things that you hear in the corporate world where it just is scaremongering. And I want to show people that you can build a business the right way and build your team up with you as well. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome, man. Yes. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about in the corporate world. You know, it's more that fear mongering that they want to always project and stuff like that. But yeah, when you own the business, it's like like when you actually doing it for yourself, you you like wait, hold on. Hold on. I didn't need to do this. I could did it this way. You know, right. like 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 for me, that's what happened with me. I'm like, like everything that I learned from school and stuff like that. When you own your own business, you start realizing, no, you could actually go this way instead of going that way. You could you could try this, but try that. You know, it, it's like, uh, it's like it's a trial and error thing, but it's a fun trial and error. Yeah, they call it test, track, and tweak. If something doesn't work, you tested it, um, you tracked it, you just tweak it. You just, you you try something else. It doesn't mean that you actually give up. You just shift and pivot and change. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. And by you saying that, I was like, yo, yo, okay, yeah, 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 you are right on that. (laughs) (laughs) Right, so what I find is, um, unfortunately, we've all been programmed a certain way, the way that society and culture tells us how we should live. 
So what mm -hmm. happened to me in most of my 20s was exactly that. I had friends and family telling me I'm living wrong, that, you know, you should be going to college and then uni and then find a job. You stick to that one job, you retire, and then you live your life. But mm -hmm. I was like, hold on a second, I don't want to do that. That doesn't seem so fun to me. And so yeah. I guess in my 20s, I was on a mission to find what my passion actually was. See, because growing up, I had no idea what I wanted to do. No idea at all. Now, when people say to, said to me, what do you want to be when you grow up? And it wasn't, I want to be a, a I don't know, a hair, air hostess or a teacher or a policewoman or anything like that. I replied and said to them, I want to be rich. That's mm. what I want to be when I grow up, rich. And so... I never had any idea as to what th what that looked like, how I was going to do or anything like that. And so I went from job to job to job to job because it was almost like I was looking and searching for what my passion actually was, right? Because I had no idea. And <laughs> to be honest, I was going from one job to another job that was so completely different. Like, uh, first of all, I worked in a magistrate's court, giving legal um, guidance. Then I worked as a youth worker working with deaf children because I did sign language. Then I moved to doing hairdressing. Then I became an MMA fighter. Then I went into mm -hmm. politics. Then I became a police officer. I mean, the list goes on, and each one is completely different to the next. You know what? I just want to know. Where did the MMA come in at? That that that, that just blew me away. Like, <laughs> you, you an MMA fighter too? Yeah, like I love to fight. Like I don't know what it is, and I don't get me the wrong way, but like j just uh, hitting people, make, you know, I get a lot of joy out of it. <laughs> and, hey, so, hey. and so, what hey. the funny, what the funniest thing is, and you can't see right now, is that when I tell people this on a live event. When I'm on the stage telling this, their jaws drop to the ground. Why? Because in real life, I'm actually only four foot eleven. Mm -hmm. So people are like, "How the hell are you doing this?" But I became an MMA fighter just because of the joy and love of just being in that environment and just training mm -hmm. and you know being able to challenge myself and take myself to the next level. And I wasn't just fighting with other women. It was men as well, because I want to see how far I could take this. Mm -hmm. How good was I at this, really? And yeah, you wanted so, to test your boundaries. Exactly, exactly. Mm -hmm. So that's where I found so much joy in the MMA. Mm. Oh, I, I can see that. I can see that. I I, it's just, it's just like yo. We when, when I was writing down notes and stuff, I was like, "This, huh? MMA, <laughs> police officer." <laughs> <laughs> it, but, but yo, it, I, my 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 mouth didn't drop. I was like, "This, oh, okay. Wait, hold on. Let, 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 let's talk about this MMA for a minute." <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, that, uh, it does show so people. That that that's awesome to hear. That's awesome to hear because from what I'm getting from you is that you wasn't afraid to take risk and you know find yourself. And that's awesome. And do you know what? It was 
I had so much fire up my ass every time people told me I couldn't do something. I was like, right, I'm in a position to prove them wrong now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I use that as a huge motivator. Some people say, oh, God, you're just stubborn. Other people say, that, no, that actually really motivated you. Whichever way it was, I use that as a fuel to fire me, to prove people, you know, that I can actually do it. And now I turn around and say to people, go on, I dare you. I dare you to tell me I can't do something, and I'll prove that I can. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah, shoot. See, I, I, I like I like to hear stories like that. I'm like, yo, like, 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 like when when you first said all this stuff, at first I said, oh, that's freaking awesome. I didn't even say freaking. We used to, I used the other F word. I'm like, <laughs> oh, no. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, so like, like my next question is, who inspired you? or pushed you and motivated you? Like, is there somebody you looked up to that, that you know, you was like, you know what? If they could do it, I could do it. Or were you your own self-motivator? Um, so in the beginning, I, most of my 20s, it was exactly, it was the naysayers that were, were my motivators, right? Um, yeah. And then later on in life, when I found out that, hold on a second, there actually are people like me in the world. Oh, my goodness. Right? Because growing up, mm-hmm. I was told that I was weird. I was strange. I don't think can do things like everybody else. Like something's wrong with me. I'm the black sheep of the family. Right? So all this time I was thinking, maybe there's just it's just me. Something's wrong with me. I don't know what's going on. But then as I kind of looked into it and realized that there was people out there just like me going against the grain of whatever culture society tells them, I was like, holy crap, I found my friends, finally, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so yeah. I then started surrounding myself with those people, more and more of those people. Because with those people, I was no longer weird. I was just like them. Mm-hmm. And so these people, you know, they were they were confident. They were in business. They were building their business. Some of them already had their business for many years. And so after becoming friends with them, they also became my mentors, my coaches, right? Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. it was people that were that were pushing me that were telling me okay what you're doing is right the direction you're going is right it's just because most of the the majority of people aren't doing what you're doing doesn't mean what you're doing is wrong Mm -hmm. it was particularly the coaches that were in my face that were telling me what I needed to hear, not what I wanted to hear, and telling me mm-hmm. to get my head out of my ass and just go for it and screw what everybody else says. Mm-hmm. Those coaches and those mentors where I progressed and was able to kind of buckle down and get my business off the ground a lot quicker than those other coaches that were telling me, oh, it's going to be okay, tapping me on the shoulder. Because guess what? It really isn't going to be okay unless you do something about it. Mm-hmm. And so I surrounded myself with a community of people that actually push me. And if I feel like I'm going down a rabbit hole and I know it, then I can, you know, pick up a phone and call one of them and they put me right. Mm -hmm. 
And that's why it's really important to have those surroundings, that kind of environment around you, because you are human and you are going to have those days. And having that, that support system around you to help you, you know, get out of this kind of uh, hole that you're digging yourself in is exactly what people need. People need accountability. And that's what I received. Mm -hmm. and, and you know what? You you hit on a great point um, when you was talking. Surround yourself around the people you want to be like. Exactly. And most, most people don't actually understand your circle is who you will be like. So, like, be careful on who you put around you, um, you know, surround yourself with. Because even though you may think that you could overcome, like, many things, if you don't have the right people on your side rooting for you pushing you motivating you then yay i I done seen it too many times like good people turn into exactly what their circle is and if their circle is bad hey they 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 end up doing bad things but if their circle is good they start elevating and doing good things so Yo, kudos to you on that one right there, because that, that was a very powerful point that you made right there. Thank you. And then what people need to realize is once you do create that environment around you, you got to be open to change. And mm -hmm. why that's so crucial is because everything that you have been taught from a very young age isn't necessarily going to serve you anymore. Mm -hmm. And when you learn these different habits from the people that you're surrounded with that are, you know, the people that you want to be like, you've got to be open to change those habits. Because if you're not open to change those habits, there's no way you're going to be successful. You need to be able to identify the habits that are serving you and those that are no longer serving you. Mm -hmm. And the minute you change that, not only will you see success in business, but just in overall life. Because you're going to have a different perspective. And perspective is everything. The minute yes. you're able to change your perspective, you'll be able, you're going to be able to think outside the box. You're going to get creative. And that's exactly what you need to be to be successful. You need to be able to get creative. Because no matter anything that comes towards you, you I mean, it's never going to be expected. But at least you'll be prepared. At least you'll be able to have a different perspective get creative, and then problem solve. Problem solving is going to be a huge part of life and business and being able to, you know, have that different perspective and think of things logically rather than getting emotionally um, involved in things and making, you know, these rash decisions on an emotional basis is never going to work. So keeping creative, having a different perspective, thinking outside the box and logically be able to come up with solutions is going to serve you a hundred times over. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's facts because I, I know with, with my walk in, with me opening up a business and stuff, you know, I had to learn them same principles, you know, what, what I was taught when I was a kid won't work in in this area because you know my like um like you you could say your 
we, we could, I could put down my mom, and dad, or my brother, or something. They knew how to walk the line, but they never owned a business. Mm, right. And so I had to, you know, look up certain people and, you know, talk with certain people and, you know, get their input and, you know, see how to truly own a business and ask questions to things I truly didn't know and, you know, be open to change. And, you know, once again, what you were saying, I was like this, okay, yeah, I went through that too, you know, so (laughs) I'm like, yo, yes, yes, this is going to be very beneficial to somebody that really wants to learn how to start a business, stay motivated, and keep pushing, because change is not easy. It's actually hard. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but you got to be willing um, to work on it and each oh, yeah. just go that little bit further. And I want to just um, talk about a point that you raised that, you know, you're going to your family about business and they had their, you know, advice that they wanted to give you, but they never owned a business. Now, mm-hmm. what I've come to believe is that there's difference between advice and opinion. Mm-hmm. Opinion is all these family and friends around you that telling you this is how you should build a business have never done it and advice mm-hmm. on people that have done it exactly right? that have exactly. done it and that you want to be like you want to follow their steps so you've got to be you know very very aware as to where you're going to be taking those advice and opinions sometimes mm-hmm. it's going to let it go of your head right and yeah. if really really want to be successful then make sure you are taking advice from the right people and not just opinions exactly and and that's something i had learned i would say you know like the hard way to because you know i had to like this this will work for me i i had to like bring up the person that, that that was doing all the talking be like okay so what have they done in their life and, you know, actually do like a little chart in my head, be like, and if none of those things equal up to the direction that you're going, then you already know that's an opinion. Yeah. Now, if the person that's giving you the advice and you look up their name, you, you do a mental chart in your head and you say, okay, well, they own this business, they own that business, and you want to get into business ownership, then they just trying to give you some stuff that they went through. So that so that, that, that that's that's how I handled the situation on opinions versus you know knowledge. Exactly. And so looking up to or even, you know, so making sure that you surround yourself with the right people, making sure that you're getting the the knowledge from the right people as well, whether it's, you know, watching YouTube or listening to podcasts or reading books, make sure that you're actually getting the right advice from the right people that have been been down the same road that you're looking to go down. Because not only will you be learning from them, but you'll be avoiding the steps that they took right and so mm-hmm. therefore speed up your journey not to say that mistakes are bad mistakes are so incredibly important when it comes to your progress oh yes 
make as many and as big and small mistakes as possible. I mean, I, I've definitely learned from the bigger the mistake, the bigger the consequences, the bigger the lesson. Mm -hmm. I mean, I remember yeah. I made a decision and this decision, I mean, it was not something that I thought would ever happen, but I became homeless in a foreign country. Mm. I remember I was in Costa Rica. Everything was all good. Click of a finger, this company that I was working for um, shut down. And because they were paying for all my expenses, my accommodation, food, water, etc., the minute they shut down, I became homeless and was evicted from my apartment. I then had no mm. water or food. I didn't have none of the basic survival skills. I'm sorry, the, um, to survive, right? And so... Mm -hmm. I kind of was there in this situation in a foreign country, a, a language I don't even speak, and thinking, how the hell did I get myself in this situation and what am I going to do to get out of it? And so I remember sitting there looking at my other colleagues across the room who were crying and pulling out their hair, stressed out, don't know what they're going to do. And I sat there, no word of a lie, but I could not help myself but laugh. I just kept on laughing. Because it was such a ridiculous situation to be in. And mm -hmm. the next thought that I had was, hold on a second. When I think about the Tony Robbins of the world and the Les Browns of the world, at one point they were all homeless. Now they're multimillionaires. So mm -hmm. in my mind, I was like, holy crap, I'm going to be a millionaire. Because you've got to be homeless at one point to become a millionaire. Right. Mm -hmm. And so because I wasn't drowned in, in this whole negative emotion um, and was able to kind of figure out a solution, because I knew that this was going to be temporary for me, it was not going to be a permanent fix for me. And so I decided I was like, I've learned so much around business when it comes to promoting branding, sales, marketing. I decided that on the coast where this um, place was, where I was working, um, they had several different businesses. And I went to the different businesses and told them, I, I can see you struggling. I know you need clients to come into your business. Let me help you to do this. I'll show you how to do this. But in return, I need shelter, food, and water. And they all mm -hmm. jumped. I was there for a few weeks, was able to raise the money and was able to get a flight to come back home. But mm. if I stayed in the misery of it all and blamed the world and blamed the people and whoever else I wanted to blame, there was no way I was going to get myself out of that situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's amazing right there. That's amazing. So it doesn't yeah. matter how big you mess up or how small you mess up just mess up because at that point that's when you're going to see um you know how much you are capable of um surviving how much you're able to kind of push yourself mm -hmm. is that these low points that you're going to have so much of these different realizations about yourself it's going to motivate you encourage you and build your confidence to move forward because at that point, I was like, holy crap, that if I can get myself out of that situation, then you know what? Bring on the pandemic. Screw it. I'll be able to survive the pandemic yeah. too, right? Because there's nothing that you yeah. won't be able to do 
deal with the minute you've been in such a um, low situation yourself. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, most definitely. And and the, 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 the thing that I'm liking from, from what I'm hearing from you is you t you encouraging people to make mistakes. See, when we was growing up as as kids, they always said mistakes is bad. Mistakes, you don't want to make mistakes. You want to be making the right choices in life and stuff like that, blah, 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 blah. But when you get older, I call when you get older, you start realizing mistakes are actually the blessing. I actually call that the Batman and the Joker syndrome. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. When you when, when you when you young, you you grow up wanting to follow Batman. You know, you want to be the superhero and stuff like that. But then when you get older, you start realizing the person that was making the most sense all the time was the Joker. <laughs> right. <laughs> no. So so that that's how life truly is. Like. You know, you grow up, mistakes is bad, you shouldn't do them, no, blah, 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 uh, when you but get you older. Know, that, that whole, like, oh, God, I, I can go into a whole different conversation on, you know, the bringing up of children and, you know, mm -hmm. telling them, for, like, you know, don't speak, speak to strangers, being strangers is wrong. However, we call it networking, right, in business. We talk to strangers exactly. all the time. <laughs> exactly. Um, and oh my goodness! So, I actually back in the day used to even work in a primary school, right? As yeah. one of my million jobs that I had, and it just used to mind boggle me that, God, firstly, as parents, I mean, I'm not a parent, but I know parents out there because I know my parents told me that if anyone comes up to you or hits you or push you, make sure you stand up for yourself. Right, you have mm -hmm. to stand up for yourself. Don't allow yourself to become a victim. Mm -hmm. But yeah, there's teachers there, right, that are telling you or telling these kids if someone pushes you, then you don't push them back. And I'm like, what is this? Like, th it doesn't prepare these kids for the real world. There's consequences for everything, the good that you do and the bad that you do. Right? Exactly. If exactly. you're going to push someone, if you're going to bully someone and then retaliate, right, don't be surprised. There's always going to be consequences. I mean, the entire education system, I can go on and on about and the way people are bringing up their kids, telling them one thing when life is, it shows them yeah. something else. I mean, it, that's, a, that's a big one for me. That's a huge topic. But, and I don't yeah. agree with it, but it's also part of the whole culture, society, programming the kids um, and bringing them up a certain way, it doesn't actually prepare them for the real world. You know, okay, me and you both could get into a deep discussion about this right here because I'm, I'm with you. I'm like, yo, okay, so so now to me, I was always I always grew up in a family that kept it real. They was like, yo, let me be real with you. And this this is my father right here. He's, he sent me down at a lake one time. He said, son, there's consequences to everything you do in life. Mm -hmm. Everything. Right. Like, there's good consequences. There's bad consequences. Yeah. You know, 
you might go right and may reach your left. You know, you just got to know how to maneuver. You know, life is like that. <laughs> so, you know, people need to sit down with their kids and actually teach them like the real life lessons instead of what they give you in the life lessons handbook. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so the education system needs to change too. You can't be telling exactly it's confusing on the kids where the parents are telling them, right, stand up for yourself, but then the teachers in school are telling them, No, you don't do that. Oh man. Right? I, can, I have <laughs> I have so many stories about that right there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, my, my my parents used to be like this. Look at here. If they hit you, punch you. You punch them back. The t and she's right, y'all. The teachers would say, no, you ain't supposed to punch or hit them or else you go to the detention hall. Man, my, my dad heard that. He said, son, look here, you don't worry about these 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 <laughs> older people. Right. I handle the older people. You handle your job, I told you. <laughs> so Right, exactly. But you see, we're from a different generation. Yeah, exactly. It's... Oh my, it's cooler to be, to not get in trouble. They don't want to get in trouble, right? Mm -hmm. And so they want to, this whole kind of the victim mindset, that's where it kind of stems from. That's what I believe, right? Because mm -hmm. then you grow up being a victim all your life, one way or another, and blaming everyone else but yourself. Yeah. Still looking at the person in the mirror and be like this, how should I change? Exactly. You know, the world is always telling you, no, it's because of this person here. It's the reason why you like that. And I know if you change yourself, you change your environment. That's the realest of the real right there. Right. And the fact is that you can't change a whole world. You can't change everybody. The only one person that you can change is yourself. Exactly. So all right, just starting from there. And whatever mm -hmm. happens in the world or whatever people are going to do, you, you it's out of your hands right exactly so what people need to realize is that you need to be able to adapt to the world because the world is not going to adapt to you it's up to you to make right. those changes yourself mm -hmm. and so yes. quit sitting in the corner crying and blaming everybody else and just you know get off your ass and do something about it mm-hmm even when you don't want to do nothing about it, you know, like there's going to be days where you don't want to get out of bed. Just get out of bed. But do you know something. It's, it's choices. Every single mm. person has choices. It's a exactly. choice whether you want to get out of bed and do something about it or you want to lay in bed and cry. But again, mm -hmm. that's your own choice. No one else can make those choices for you, for you but you. You know what? You, I'm telling you right now, it may be, it may be Sunday over here, but I'm telling you right now, you preaching. <laughs> you you're doing a sermon right now, because <laughs> this is straight facts right here, and most people, you know, all their life would never actually understand this. I'm like this, yo. So, so what's what's stopping you from getting from point A to point B? Well, this person right here, well, why are you why are you looking at that person for? Why won't you just take that straight line that's in front of you? But they they say I gotta go this way, but it's a straight line to get to B. 
<laughs> you know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, yeah. See, to me, that, that's just excuses now. The minute, exactly. oh, but because of this, but because of this, all these butts start coming out, and I'm like, hold on a second, these are excuses. Let's forget mm -hmm. about excuses and actually looking deeper and find out why you're not doing this. Why mm -hmm. are you not moving forward? Why you keep telling me about your dreams, but until you put them into actions, they're just ideas. Exactly. Right. So, how about putting these ideas into action and actually building the dream life that you want to for you and your family? Because yes. at the end of the day, who's the one that's going to suffer? It's going to be you and your family. Exactly. Exactly. You know what? You you have already earned your 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 your, your seat back to this show already. But yeah, we're gonna <laughs> keep on going with this. <laughs> so so I got another topic I want to talk to you about because because we can go on and on about this right here. Right. But there there's another topic I want to talk about, and this is the letter from the Queen of oh, England. Yes. yes. And and I think it was at your um what was that your book release for the authority and inspirational journey to success? Yeah. So the book is actually called never judge a book by its cover. Okay. And I actually wrote this book in 30 days. I locked myself up in a room and decided that I'm going to mm -hmm. write this entire book in 30 days. And oh, it's basically okay. about the ups and the downs, my journey and the kind of things that I went through, how I got out of it. And really, I wrote this book as a preventative measure. So anyone that's going through anything similar, um, basically, it's, it's now that you need to change your path. Because if you keep going down mm -hmm. the same path that you're in, it's going to end up in a very, very, very dark hole for you. Because mm -hmm. I remember I was in very dark places because I did not identify it quick enough. Mm -hmm. and so this book is a preventative measure for everybody else out there to read it because there's going to be something in there that you're going to relate to because there's issues in there where you know I was in an abusive relationship issues with friends family I had a very volatile relationship with my mum and dad like it, it goes on career health everything there's going to be something mm -hmm. in there you're going to relate to and I really wanted to give people a voice because I feel that people don't feel like they have a voice because they're going to be judged, you know, uh, and people are going to just going to be judging them for all sorts. And therefore people keep quiet and just keep it inside them. Well, no, people need to hear your story. People need to know what's going on with you. Mm -hmm. That's that's like inner therapy just in itself, just letting it out and letting people know, you know, what you're going through. And so it's there to give people a voice and let people know it's all right. Again, you've made mistakes. Everyone makes mistakes. You know, it's fine as well, as long as you're able to get out of there. Now, what actually happened in regards to the um, letter from the Queen, again, I decided to take risks and I wanted to be because the way I see it is there's so many people out there that are number one bestsellers, which is awesome. It's great. But I wanted to do something different. There's got to be something that stands out to, compared to everybody else in the industry. And mm -hmm. so what I did, I actually wrote to the Queen of England as well as four other people. I like wrote to Oprah Winfrey, Ellen DeGeneres, um, Steve Harvey, and a few other people, right? And mm -hmm. I told them about my journey, about this book, and you know what I kind of learned from it. And 
I waited for a response and I was like, I wonder if they're going to respond, if, uh, you know, if they're not going to respond. And three months went past and I didn't hear a thing. And I was like, well, I guess no one's going to respond. A few weeks later, I got a letter from the Queen congratulating me about my journey, my book, and that she has actually got a copy of my book and placed it in the private royal library. And I was like, holy crap. I was like, not getting any response from anybody else, but actually getting one from the Queen, royalty. Mm -hmm. I was like, hell, I'm now rubbing shoulders mm -hmm. with royalty, right? Well, <laughs> well, first of all, let me just go ahead and say this. That is a true honor to have your book in the, in the royal library, for one thing. And, you know, for a person like me that's in America and stuff, if I got a letter from the Queen of England saying that she has my book in the Royal Library, I won't still be jumping like 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 a kangaroo over here because I'm like, <laughs> oh, oh, hold on. I got a letter from the Queen of England and my book is in her library. Oh, yes. <laughs> right, <laughs> exactly. That is a true honor. Right. And I was like, wow, this is freaking awesome. And so, I mean, when it comes to marketing and kind of, you know, telling people what I do and what I've achieved, and this always stands out to everybody because I'm not just one of those people that are just, a, you know, number one best-selling author. This is something that's completely different. I've never heard anyone else um, receive a letter from the Queen that they've, you know, got their book in the private royal library. So this is the one thing that makes me unique and stands out. And I'm like, Oh my God, this is, this is it. This is freaking awesome, you know? And it's funny because I've actually been a guest on a few different podcasts the last couple of months and every single one of them has said, we need to talk about this. How did this happen? So it just yeah. tells, you know, people want to talk about it. They want to hear, you know, it's so different yeah. to what else is out there. Yeah. Cause it's, it's like, it's like an honor. Cause like, like, you know, even in America, you know, you know, if we get a letter from the Queen of England, you know, it's still like, yo, this is an honor right here, you know. So, so I wanted to say this right now, um, Steve Harvey, you dropped the ball. Um, <laughs> Oprah, you dropped the ball. <laughs> and the other people, you dropped the ball. Uh, thank you, Queen of England. You awesome. <laughs> That's the reason why, why you know, people like me would like to know about this letter from the Queen of England because it's like awesome, <laughs> like, like you know, for 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 a person like me, if I got a letter from somebody like that or the president of the United States, like the real deal letter and stuff, I'll be like, yo, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm going to keep on doing it. Right. You know, that, that, that just, that, that, that's just a fuse of the fire inside. you be like this, okay. Yes. I, I'm coming to you. Yeah, and that's exactly what it did. You know what, when I first got the letter, I thought someone was playing a prank on me. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, You're going to think about that real? for <laughs> right because it's been so long and I was like no is this real you know but like it was on the royal piece of paper it had the royal emblem on there I was like okay it wasn't any piece of paper you know 
Um, it was embossed and all sorts, and I was like, okay, this is legit. That is an awesome, that's an awesome story right there. And you was talking about writing and stuff like that, and you know, writing out like what what like what what no about your life and stuff. And there was points in there where I was like this. Was she was she looking at the 20-year-old version of me? Now I'm in my 30s now, but when I was in my younger 20s, I was the shy one that would like write down like like that would carry around a notebook and literally write out poetry like cover to cover. And and you know, my brother, I'm just gonna tell a little story about me real quickly. My yeah. brother, you know, he he would read my poetry. He said, you know, bro, you need to you need to publish this. This is awesome. Mm. I was like, this, no, nah, I just write it, man. I'm, you know, I, I just like to write and stuff. He said, no, you need to publish this. So when he passed away and stuff, I said, you know what? As a as an honor to my brother. I'm going to, you know, choose some poems that I wrote in the past. Right. You know, choose some poems I wrote in the present. And, you know, I have poems in the in the book that have not been in a notebook. It's just strictly for that book. Right. So I've been getting all these rave reviews about the book and, you know, and stuff like that. I was like, hmm, well... Let me see if I can write a novel. <laughs> right? Why you know? not? Yeah. So, yeah, it's like a why not moment, right? So I was like, this. I don't even know how to write a novel. I don't even know how to even go about it and stuff. I was even on the internet trying to see how you know you post a structure. It and after after a while, you know, I just got done tired of it. I was like, oh shoot, let me just write this. And you know. <laughs> One like once I got done with one chapter, I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna finish this. So the next day I would wake up, I do another chapter. Mm. Then, then the following day I do another chapter. Mm. Then the next day I do another chapter. Once I knew it, I was already five chapters in. And no. so it go into the into the story. Now I'm like this, yo, I couldn't even put my 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 uh, laptop down. I was just like <laughs> Hell, hell! Um, my folks had to tell me, "Hey, son, it, it's it's dinner time." Oh, oh, oh! What, what, what? Wait, what? What time is it? <laughs> <laughs> I was so engulfed into the story and you know writing and stuff like that. So, when you have like, things to say, when you when you need to let people know, and you got things mm -hmm. to say, just you know, kind of put your heart on your sleeve and just put it all out there. That's when yeah. you're going to keep typing and typing and typing away. Your time is going to go past and you're not even going to realize because you're just so into it. You're just so passionate about it. Exactly. So, so yeah, there's a whole lot of stuff that you were saying. That I was like, yo, was she, was she with me in my 20s? <laughs> <Yo>. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. I went through that. I went through that. I went. Wait, hold on. Let, let me. <laughs> hey, well, let me like this. Oh, so so where were you 
in on this year. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, because it was like matching up with, with, with what I was going through. I'm like, that, that, that's freaking awesome. So by you saying that, you just let me know that I wasn't the only one that went through them same life trials and stuff like that and, you know, trying and, to and find your footing and, you know, and writing. Right, and that's exactly what this book is meant to do. Like I said, I, it's, you will find something relatable to you. You found a bunch of things already. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, and yeah. that's why I wrote this book to let people know it's okay. You make those mistakes. You just move on. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Oh, yes. So what are some goals that you are pursuing right now or you want to pursue in the future, you know, coming up? Right. So one of the very newest ones that um, I'm going to be launching, hopefully in a couple of weeks, is my very own podcast. Mm -hmm. um, so that should be launched hopefully on the 5th of July. Cross fingers, everything mm -hmm. pans out the way it does. But long-term goal, a long-term goal is to actually build a well-being resort in either Bali or Thailand in like the mountains somewhere for entrepreneurs and business owners because I feel like it's also important to make sure that you give yourself self-love and self-care. Exactly. And so make going like in you know in the middle of the mountains, full of around nature, making sure that you rejuvenate yourself, you feel refreshed. Um, it's going to be a place for entrepreneurs and business owners where they can also you know have conversations with like-minded people there. They can book rooms if they want to need to have a meeting or if they want to have events and things like that. But it's going to be a relaxed, you know, kind of environment that people can just break away from and just go there for a little while. And that, so that is my long-term term plan to build this resort. Oh, that's genius. That's, that's, that's one hell of an idea because I'm going to be honest with you. When, when I started with building my brand and stuff like that, the most key aspect that I've learned that was very beneficial to me was having time to myself, be able to meditate, be able to work out, be able to, you know, step away from everybody and just have that peace zone. So, yeah, that, that is a brilliant idea. I just want to say that right now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, and I totally agree. You need to make sure you have time for yourself. That's why I don't work in the mornings. I don't start working until um, 12 midday because my mornings mean a lot. I do my journaling. I, I focus. I do my mm -hmm. meditation. I do my exercises. And in the mornings, I actually go boxing in the park because right? <laughs> mm -hmm. I, I still love hitting those pads. Um, and so making sure you put that time away from for yourself and do the things that you like to do um, just to help you clear your mind, get focused, because the way you set your mornings is how you're going to set the rest of your day, right? And so mm -hmm. if you wake up in the morning, you know, in a really foul mood, then know that no, nothing that you do the rest of the day is going to pan out the way you want, right? And so make exactly. sure you actually 
you know, put it out to the world, you know, how you how you see yourself, how you want to be successful, how you want your day to go, and that all starts in the morning. Mm, yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So, yay. Hey, this is your time right here to go ahead and plug your new podcast, which I already put my name on there to, you know, be a guest on. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> yes, so, yeah, it will be releasing in July, and it's really going to be based around business, mainly the five main pillars of business, which is sales, marketing, finance, operations, and leadership. That's what Uncensored Society is about, and I forgot to mention that my business is called Uncensored Society. Um, you can go onto my website. It's what's called www.uncensoredsociety.com. And the reason why it's called Uncensored Society is because, not because it's a, a porn site, like most people have asked me, but because of the type of coaching that we bring to our clients. And that's very raw, real, and relentless, okay? So if you mm -hmm. are screwing up and you are making the mistakes, know that I'm going to be there to keep you accountable and let you know that you're screwing up and to fix it now. And if you're going to be, you know, giving me all the excuses that you can think of and not actually putting your plans into action, then I will simply tell you to leave the program because you're, you're wasting my time and your time. And we don't really have time for any of that. I'm trying to build a society of people that are, you know, raw, really relentless in achieving their dreams. And if you're not, then this is not the coaching for you. Exactly. And, and like, like, like when I was growing up, there was a saying that's very profound even to this day. Ladies and gentlemen, life is too short. Yeah. You're either going to do it or you're not going to do it. You're either going to be a follower or you're going to be a leader. Mm -hmm. That's that, that saying I heard back when I was a kid. I couldn't understand it and grasp it when I was a kid. But when I became an adult and started, you know, wanting to make moves to help my family, like, you know, that's not even here yet, talking about my kids or, you know, my grandkids and stuff like that. In order to make sure that they have a better life, I knew I had to change my life. So... You, you you have two options. You're either going to be the leader that's going to, you know, make the mistakes, make the changes, you know, go do the hardship. You're going to have your ups. You're going to have your downs. You're going to have your in-betweens. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or you could be like a follower that's still doing the same old thing that the previous generation did before that their generation before them did before, and it's a constant cycle. So, right. so yeah, when I, okay, go ahead. It's as simple as this, right? Every single person has a choice of choosing one of two pains. The pain of mm -hmm. discipline or the pain of regret is down to mm -hmm. you which one you choose. Yes, indeed. And, and I gotta admit, I gotta admit, I, I had some some good backing in while I was growing up and stuff, cause like 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 my my father, you know, he cause his father stayed over here in America, you know, my father he he never had a chance to you know 
go to college. So he pushed me to want to go to college. He was like, son, do something that I didn't get a chance to do. Right. Live your dreams. <laughs> you know, couldn't understand it when I was 18. But when I got older and stuff, and by the time I graduated from college and stuff, I was like this, you know what? I see what you were seeing. You wanted to break that 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 generational curse that was keep on going on. And he wanted me to be the one to break it. So I was like, okay, cool. And you know, he pulled me over to the side one time. He said, son, I don't have all the answers to all the questions, but I know one thing. You know how to find them, you know how to get them, and you know how to stay focused. You stay focused in this life and, you know, watch everything change. Right. And show nothing you're right. Because, <laughs> exactly. you know, all of a sudden, I'm doing something that he didn't get a chance to do because he had to work in a, in a plant. But right. I'm working at a radio station and have my own podcast and, you know, doing this, meeting people from around the world and stuff. And so, you know, you know, you got to have somebody that's going to motivate you to not do what they did, but choose right. your own path. And yeah. that's not going to be an easy choice. It's not an easy so, choice, but you just got to follow your heart and your passion rather than following what everyone else thinks, how you should live your life. Exactly. Exactly. And that's so profound and that's why I love conversations that me and you having yeah because it's gonna be beneficial to somebody out there in the world because you know you you have people that's motivators that's gonna tell you you know go for your dreams don't 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 do what we did you go for what's in your heart you believe in yourself and then you're going to have those that's going to be like this. No, I want you to work over here with me. Do this, do that, do this, you know, and keep that constant cycle going. And I've done seen that too many times with friends and family members that I'm like, yo, no, I'm going to make a podcast where it's going to be somewhere where, you know, business owners, you know, entrepreneurs, motivators you know artists um could come together and you know talk about their life right you know at, at first this was just a theory and stuff but now it's starting to manifest into exactly what i dreamt it to be because you know i worked my ass off to get here you know so right. everything you saying is on point Thank if you. you it, I appreciate that. <laughs> right. So, and, and yes, yes. They just follow the passion, just follow their heart, and just screw all the naysayers. But, however, exactly. if you are happy to live your life the way people are saying you should live your life and you, you're okay to do that, then, you know, you should do that too. Not saying that you should just go against them, but the, the idea is you need to be happy. You need to be in a place mm -hmm. that you're happy. And if you're happy, you know, doing the nice five job and not being a business owner, then that's fine too. But find your happy. Where is it? Exactly. 
And that's what most people have to find. And, and, you know, most people don't even know how to find their happy, you know, because they've been so programmed to, you know, do other things and stuff like that. I'm like, no, what makes you happy? I, I had to tell you that to, to a stranger one time. Like, man, what makes you happy? And when, when that person actually broke down to me what makes them happy, I said, well, thank you for telling me. Now go do them. Right. And they they looked at me weird and stuff. They was like, I'm going to need this and that. I didn't say nothing about no but. I said, go do it. Right. Exactly. Because we, we all have a choice. We can either do it or not do it or, you know, you know, or just fall into the world of buts and ands and what you call the excuses. Yep. That's and, you right. know, you know, you know, even even with me, sometimes I find myself saying but and and but after, after a while, once I done took a little walk, I'll be like this, man, let me go ahead and do this. Right. <laughs> and so yeah. I start riding and stuff, and you know, it comes out beautiful. There you go. So, is you never know what is going, what's going to happen or the, what the results are until you put yourself out there and actually do it. And sometimes you might exactly. just make yourself. Exactly, exactly. You're never going to exactly. know your full capabilities if you don't start taking risks and doing things. And the way to find you're happy is by doing exactly that. Just start doing different things, just like I did while I was in my 20s. I did several different things to find my happy, to find my passion. But if you don't try different things and you're going to be, you know, in this whole scarcity mode that you shouldn't try anything because you've been told you shouldn't and this is you know this should be this simple life that you should be living because everyone else has told you that then you're never going to find your happy you're never going to find your passion you're never going to know what you're actually capable of mm-hmm. so go out yeah. there and jump, jump a few times until you found that place oh yeah oh yeah and you know steve harvey said it best in one of his motive one of his many motivational speeches that he used to do before his before he come on his show and stuff. And he's, he was giving people like the, the lesson about, you know, starting something new or get, giving something a chance. Right. Said, you know, this is the theory that y'all need to understand. Taking the first leap is the hardest one. Why? Because you don't know if you're gonna land, or if you going if you're gonna land safely, or if you're gonna rumble tumble, or hell, if you fall all the way down off the cliff. You don't know. You don't know because it's that first leap in your life where you actually taking a chance and rolling dice on yourself. And he said, "But when you take that first leap, and you realize." You know, when you take it, oh, this ain't so bad. And then you land safely. Or sometimes you don't land at all. You just keep falling. But it's that point of you took that first leap. Because the next time you get on to, to the situation, you'll be able to take another leap. And then be a little bit easier for you to even take another leap. And then once you know it, you know, you look you look back at where you used to be, you miles away from from what 
the old you and you creating a new you. That's right. And the thing is, there's always going to be a new you because as long as you continue to progress, you're always going to mm -hmm. build yourself up. Exactly. Right? So, so you, this, the person that you were in your teens is not going to be the same person as you are in your 20s. The person you are in your 20s, exactly. you're not going to be the same person you are in your 30s and so on. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's exactly what you should be doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and that, that's, why, that's why I tell people, you know, I'm glad that in my 30s I've, you know, realized my true potential and stuff like that. Cause me in my 20s, yeah, I wasn't I wasn't ready to own a business when I was in my 20s. Right. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. I, I still had a whole lot of growing up to do. Yeah. You know, still haven't made that first leap in my life. So, because I was so scared and, you know, afraid that, you know, if I fall and, you know, keep falling, who's going to grab me? Right. Instead of focusing on, you know what, I'm going to make this leap. If I make it, I make it. If I don't, hey, I gave it my best effort. Right. See, that's me now. But me in my 20s, oh, it was like this, oh, man, I don't know if I'm, oh, shoot, man. Now I'm scared, <laughs> timid, my legs shaking, cold sweat. <laughs> right. But, yeah, but I'm so, but I tell people I would not take that feeling away mm -hmm. because I needed all of that to become the man I am today. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, you, you had to go do what you had to do go through it to become the woman that you are today and i'm honored and and proud and have the privilege of saying thank you for being the woman that you are keep doing what you're doing because you're going to bless a whole lot of people's lives and keep your vision and your focus on the things that you know it's blessed on your mind. You know what I'm saying? Because you're the only one that could bring those blessings into the world. Right. And and I I believe, Thank you. Uh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Shoot. And I believe in that statement, too. I heard that a long time ago. Been Like somebody said, the only person that could bring change into the world is you. Because right. every person is gifted with something. Yep. But if you don't realize that true potential in your life, or you're afraid or timid about what people may say, then you are cheating the world of something that was blessed to only you. Right. Exactly. Yeah. That's called being selfish. Exactly. Exactly. I, I can't be selfish. So. <laughs> <laughs> no i mean you shouldn't be selfish if there's something that someone else can learn from you then you know what you need to let everyone know you need to let the world know um because that's how you're going to make a, the world a better place and by you holding exactly. that back and you know having all these excuses to why you shouldn't let people know who you are what you do and how you can benefit everyone else that's just called being selfish exactly and like, oh, my mentor said that to me they're like 
Um, in the very beginning, said, how long are you going to keep making these excuses? How long are you going to be selfish and not let anyone else learn from your mistakes? And when he said that to me, I was like, holy crap, I never even thought of it that way. You know, and I was like, I didn't like that. I didn't like being told, oh, my God, you're being selfish. And I'm like, I need to do something about this. I don't want to be looked upon as someone being selfish now. So mm. I need to let people know that this is my story. This is who I am. This is what I've been through. But you can come out of that and completely change your life. But guess what? It's all down to you to do it. You're the one that has to make that change in that decision. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that, that that's that, that's straight facts. And before we sign off um, for today, um, go ahead and tell people once again where they could reach you and, you know, get a hold of your books and stuff, you know, this is your time to promote yourself. So go go right ahead because, you know, you got some amazing things that the world needs to hear. And Thank I want to make sure I promote this around as much as I can. So first of all, can I ask, is it okay if I give your audience a free gift? Okay, cool. All right, awesome. So I've created this mini um, program, and it's actually on my website on the front cover. If you go to www.uncensoredsociety.com, um, it's called Going From Busy to Being Productive. Because what I have learned very recently, especially through this pandemic, um, a lot of people are, again, making excuses as to why they can't scale their business, build their business, but realize that they, they need to actually build a business because a nine to five job doesn't actually serve them. That it's not secure. It's not the security isn't there that they thought was there, right? And the pandemic showed them because so many people went through redundancies and lost their jobs. And so what this program actually does, it helps you to identify your long-term goals and your short-term goals. And then to actually break it down even further to see where you're putting your time on a daily basis, weekly basis, and a monthly basis. Um, and to see whether you are putting the right time and actually being productive in your business. Or is it something where, and I've seen this with most people um, that I've spoken to recently, they're actually spending six hours a day on Netflix. Well, guess what? Watching six hours on Netflix isn't going to serve you or your family or your business. And therefore, it's being able to identify those habits and seeing which ones you need to change so they now serve you. And so go ahead and um, download this program. It's completely free. Um, and this is where people need to kind of get started on to finding out where their habits are, where they goals are and take every single day as a step further in achieving those goals okay so it's www.uncensored.com no it's www.uncensoredsociety.com society and yes ladies and gentlemen make sure you put society on there because if you leave it like how i did you might go to somewhere else that you don't want to be at <laughs> 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 yes indeed well i'm truly honored and blessed that you came on my show today and thank you for the opportunity yes, i appreciate it no problem no problem and i know this was supposed to be a 30 minute one and we went into <laughs> one hour and seven minutes right now but that's what happens when you have like-minded folk and you just sit down and you just talk 
and you try to help people. This is what happens. It happens all the time on this show. I'm loving it. So, yes, it's www.uncensoredsociety.com. Please go over there, support her. She's going to teach you a lot. And God bless y'all and God bless you, Kay. Thank you. Thank you for having me on your show. Ain't no problem. You have a blessed one. And yes, you are welcome back on this show anytime. I'm telling you, I told you at the 20 minute mark, you are <laughs> just right back on the show. <laughs> Thank you. I will take you up on that offer. Okay, we'll do well. You have a beautiful, blessed day. And I'm going to go on there right now and see and look at your website and stuff. And, and you know, probably get some tidbits yeah go ahead feel free okay we'll do a and you have a blessed one okay all right you too thanks bye uh, bye you know what i always hated the whole commercial style you know the commercials that go like this Hi, you want a TV? You want a TV? You want a TV? Well, come on down to Jim's. Yeah. Rest assured, this is not going to be that kind of commercial. Okay, so I wanted to talk to y'all on some real stuff right here. Have you heard of 44 Death Flushes? If you haven't, then you've been missing out on my radio show. Yes, yeah, I mean, we do some kooky, funny things and we tell some funny stories but we also you know play some real good music no you ain't gonna be hearing none of that new hip-hop on my show no uh-uh. on my show you're gonna hear jazz you're gonna hear r&b you're gonna hear soul music you're gonna hear neo soul music we are going to the roots of music on my show so, yes, tune in every Monday. Did I say Monday? Oh, man. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. We're going to turn this little blooper into a real commercial. Because I said I didn't like the, the original commercial style. So, yeah, we're going to roll with it. Yes. This is how we're going to do it. Please, y'all, tune in to 44th and Flushings Live every Monday from 3 to 4 p.m. Central Standard Time, U.S. So, if you're across seas, I don't know what what, what, what the time zone going to be on your end, but hey, please tune in. And if you can't tune in that day, guess what? We have an archive, so you could be able to listen to our past shows and actually get to see what we did in the past and if you ever catch us live you already know what's going down so yes tune into 44 and flushings live on the fish bowl radio network and that's fbrn.us and if you can't get a hold if you can't see the show that way then guess what you can also tune in to the show on my page on Facebook, CEO Spoken King. 
Again, that is CEO Spoken King. And I have video of what we be doing in the in the studio. So yeah, tune in, have a good time. I, I just spent this time right here just to go ahead and promote this because we because me and my co-hosts we doing some great things in life. And we do try to do some positive things in life. So please come in and support us. Hey, and we're looking for advertisers. If y'all, if y'all want to be advertised on the show, it don't come on. It don't matter. <laughs> Please just hit me up, and we'll go from there. So once again, thank you. God bless you, and peace and blessings to you all. This is your CEO, Spoken King, signing out. <laughs> Till next time, y'all. Welcome to the Poetry Corner here on the Tea Corner, brought to you by T-Line Bees Production. Enjoy. The Quiet Night I sit on my patio, look at the stars shine so bright. Thinking about all the angels that that came into my life. Some days I'll be missing them in a mighty powerful way. Tears of love start to stream down my face. I try to erase images of some of them laying on the bed, no longer in their body. They gone, the image of their body being dead. See, I used to always play that image on the side of my head, especially holding my brother's hand as his fingertips went cold. And my brain just went um, down. Why this man? But I also remember the nights where I used to dream some crazy things and they used to go nowhere. But then all of a sudden I see my brother standing right there talking with me, saying how it's been. I say, I'll tell him it's been good but I really do miss you, man. And and I used to remember the conversations that we used to have. He kind of prepared me for the future was about to come towards. And I used to laugh. He used to tell me that I was going to get married to a soulmate of mine. I said in my head, there ain't no way somebody in this world would even want to mess with me, even if they was blind. He started to laugh. (laughs) And we were sitting by the lake. 
And he said, bruh, there's many things I want to tell you. But the greatest thing I would say, never, ever, ever hesitate. So I said, okay, all right, all right, cool. If I'm talking to you, does that mean he said, no, fool, you're not dead. I said, who are we? Thank you. Because I got so much to do. He said, now I want you to remember all these things I told you and place them somewhere special in your head. So bit by bit, everything that happened on that night came true. And the funniest thing, I even got my soulmate too. It's kind of strange and kind of deranged how life always turns. But you know what? Living this life is the greatest thing in moments that I could ever earn. Now I see his kids growing up and they always know I got their back. If any wrong ever happens, They'd be like, Uncle, we need you a matter of fact. And I'll be on 820, going 90 and 100. Don't give a fuck what the police may say. Just to make sure that they are taken care of. And they will, and they will care See, I kind of got a little choked up just thinking about this. Because it's the memories that keep on piling in my mind when I talk about this shit. See, now I'm living my dream. I'm living the moment of my destiny. I wish my brother was right here, standing right next to me. So he would be able to see the kingdom that I'm slowly building in front of everybody's face. Using my voice to go ahead and elevate. Be able to sprout out and let the light shine upon me. Sounding better than William Shakespeare could ever be. For I am speaking like a king that has a dream and that's elevated to another level that has never been seen. So you know what? I'm sorry it kind of started off sad. But you know what? I had to get that off my chest. Because now I'm glad. Now I'm very able to go ahead and elevate to what I need and what I have so you know what when I look at the stars at night I see my grandmothers my grandfathers and my brother standing right there shining down on me every night so you know what I want you to actually understand this 2020 is a bitch but we got so many angels watching over us you know what? It's okay. It's all right. Because you know what? We're going to stand in this here fire and in this fight. Because you know what? Every single person that's about this here life is going to stand up and know exactly what it means to salute each other. Because we are the kings and queens of life. All right?
my salute. We gonna be all right. Peace and blessings.
Hello, this is the CEO Sparky King here, and I am proud to say that I will be advertising for small businesses out there around the world. And if you are interested in having your business advertised on the T Corner or on 44th and Flushings, please by all means get in contact with me at tlinebeatsproduction at gmail.com. Again, that's tlinebeatsproduction at gmail.com. Thank you. Have a beautiful, blessed day. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Tea Corner, presented by T-Line Beats Production. If you have liked what you have heard, please like, subscribe, and share it with everyone that you know. And they can share it with some more people that they know, and we get this river flowing and going. And if you would like to hear more of these podcasts, then you can listen to them on Anchor, Spotify, and many more podcast providers. And I'd like to end it off like this, y'all. Peace, love, and blessings. Until next time.